0: Hello friends, this is Lisa Don Lajwa. How's it going? Welcome to from Misfit to Mystic. In today's episode, it's gonna be pretty exciting because it's just me and you. I know, right? And um basically what happened this morning is that I got into the creative flow and was deeply inspired through uh, the channeling that was coming through to share with you some very important insight and information and I decided to do an episode right here on the spot and uh, for those of you who are new to me I've um, been a channeler all my life and clairvoyant medium and I've been able to serve people using my gifts for a very long time. And uh, today, what's interesting is that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, I decided that I would share the vulnerability of that experience because a lot of people that I know and many clients of mine over the years, and of course, even today, this is an ongoing problem. The problem of how we hide our gifts because they don't serve us in the way of fitting in. We're not sure how to fit in the world. And our gifts, our divine gift that we are born with, you know, it's maybe a tough road to embrace. It may be a challenging opportunity of our lives, you know. It may be something that is really difficult to embody with all the, you know, ideas that people have, you know, and all the confinements of our socialization. And, you know, if you're raised in a family or an environment where you're not told that everything that you are from this divine place of life um you know it's not going to go anywhere it's not going to be anything it's not going to have any value in this world of course it's really hard to activate that process of living in that divine reality and expressing your gifts out into the world with ease and having a more graceful and beautiful experience in relationship to that expression of you so i wanted to talk about that i think it's an extremely important subject and uh, it's come up for me quite substantially and it's interesting like we have these moments of grace you know these opportunities where you know life is saying hey who are you what are you here to do what do you want to accomplish and how are you gonna make some time to accomplish that really important these are important questions you know life is filled with abundance and beauty and grace and people as you can see if you just look around the world are so worried about themselves because the instinctive self is so deeply you know uh, called to serve uh, survival and when you're serving survival you're not always serving the divine self our job as spiritual beings and people walking around this planet is to bring the both together so there's a synchronization and from that synchronization we can understand that we're all united and we all live in oneness and that we're really here for the greater good of each other and this planet and we have things to do we have expressions to share we have our divine self which wants to launch itself into the world and um, it's interesting because this last week or two you know i spent some time with a friend if you listened to my last audio blog you would uh, you would have heard that And uh, we talk a lot about unworthiness and the unraveling of that and how to unpack that for for people so that they can make a transformation and they can step into another place of richness within themselves by moving through this idea and changing the idea and the concept that unworthiness is even real in any way for any of us, because it's not. The truth is unworthiness means nothing. It only means what we um, have taught ourselves to believe about it. But the thing that does happen when you are born in a place where your parents or your culture or your society, you know, says you're not allowed to be who you are and you're not allowed to express yourself is an un- unworthiness starts to breathe. It starts to have a heartbeat. It starts to grow inside of people, of cultures, of communities, of countries, and it starts to spread. Because when you tell someone their divine light, their divine being has no value in this world, and that's the reason that they're here, that's the reason we're here, is to express that divinity, to be infinite beings, to express ourselves from this place of oneness, from light, from love. When you tell somebody that, they don't know what to do. They lose themselves. They get lost because inherently we all have this inner calling, this I call it the soul codes, you know, this code inside ourself that our soul is trying to express for the universal consciousness of ourselves. We're trying to express out into the world who we are, what we're here to do, where we're here to go, we're here to play, we're here to grow, we're here to expand ourselves. And when we chop down, you know, inside of a little child, we chop down that idea, that divine identity, what happens is it breaks the connection the all-knowing connection that lives within the child that lives inside that beautiful gorgeous divine light gets dimmed and so it's very dangerous actually to do that and if you look around this world today this is a, a phenomenon that's been going on for many centuries this unworthiness And it's heartbreaking, honestly, you know. So in my life, um, I think I'm going to share a story that I think is relevant, Um, getting inspired to do that through this channel. Often when I do these, well, most of the time when I do these, I have a a call, you know. This spiritual thing happens inside. And uh, as a channel, it's like a knock, knock, knock inside my intuitive brain. And there's a knock, 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 hey, you need to share this information and you need to share this knowing or you need to share this experience that comes from my inner core, my soul, my spiritual connection. And then when I start doing the interview, it's kind of like now I just go into this time warp reality and connection to the divine world and I just start channeling this information that comes through. And sometimes I'm called to do things that I actually don't want to do, you know, I really don't want to do. It's happened many times, but I trust the process so much Um, now, after all these years of learning about myself and my gift and, you know, being able to express it out in the world, that I just do my best to listen every day and ask every day, what is it that I can do to serve and what do you need me to do? For you. And I ask that of myself for my soul, and I ask that of the universe what can I do for you? Because it's easy to be self absorbed, you know, it really is easy to just walk around here and be a human. And it's a deep balancing act to allow your divine expression to come forward and to also allow yourself to be a human being and to be in synchronization of the two and allow them both to have a space in your life. So I do my best to balance that and I recommend you do the same. If you can take this guidance and understand, you know, there's a gift inside you that's trying to come out. There's a soul expression in you that's trying to come out. There's a human in you that's trying to come out. And when they're all united, you'll be able to start expressing yourself from a very deep and profound place and you'll be able to experience life in a very different way with new filters and with new expressions and with a new sense of faith and confidence in yourself. And it's just a concept. It's just a matter of changing your perception of what's really going on inside and learning about the trinity of who you are, that mind body spirit connection, that oneness, the layers of yourself, which is something I love teaching about and I I teach about that quite often on my retreats and in my courses because people just don't realize how Powerful We are like, you know, and I don't mean powerful, like better than anybody else. I mean, powerful, like just because you are connected, you're an infinite being. There's something inside you that's divine, that comes from outer space, that comes from the galaxy, that comes from the universe. And it lives inside of you. It breathes inside of you, inside of every cell of your being. So when someone says we're unworthy or you can't have your gift or you're not good enough or there'll be too many challenges or you're not allowed to express yourself that way. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. It's something that will really harm that person. And it really harms all of us that any of us actually think like this. Comparison, uh, judgment, judgment. Uh, prevention of people experiencing their gifts because it makes someone else uncomfortable, which you know is how this conversation started and what I was called to do to share about being that channel and being a direct channel to source and to guides and you know all this crazy stuff that happens to me every day, which is like mind blowing, which I don't talk about enough because I'm so uncomfortable. Um, yet I do it in my work privately every day, you know, but inside it's really always been tough for me to know what I know, see what I see and express it. Cause when I was a little girl, and I know a lot of you have gone through this when I was really young, I used to tell my parents things about the future all the time. And I come from a broken family. My parents, you know, split up when I was really young. I mean, I was telling my partner yesterday, you know, my parents were married 15 years. I'm 55. So only 15 years my parents were together in my life, and the first five years were pretty beautiful because I remember all the all the quality of life in my family and with my grandmother and my aunts and my uncles. And, you know, it may not have been perfect, but I remember that community, that family feeling, and then total breakdown. Um, you know, I started getting abused. My family broke up. My mother had breakdown. Uh, everything just collapsed in front of me, and I didn't understand any of it. And I remember being really young and knowing things and seeing things. And I remember being in church and being able to speak. I mean, this is going to sound weird to some of you and some of you will just get it. And I was able to feel the presence of Jesus actually in the church. My father was an Orthodox uh, Christian, so we went to Orthodox Church. My mother was a Roman Catholic. So for me, I learned about the experience of that presence that love uh and i remember sitting in church i was really young like it's hysterical when i think of it now but i was in church and i was already a direct channel and that the, i remember the father joe was talking about you know uh jesus and all the things that you know his philosophies or his understanding of the books and of the you know the mission and what you know jesus was doing and what he was all about and all these things and um it's so funny when i think of it now so i would be in church and i was in sunday school so they would put us in the sec first and second row the kids came up from the, the basement where we would learn studies and we would come upstairs and we would sit in the first and second row and he would be talking and talking and i knew what he was saying wasn't true i knew it i would know with the core of who i am and i would feel Jesus in the room because I was a direct channel at that time and nobody knew and I didn't understand what was happening to me and I would burst out and say no like right out loud I'd say no like I mean it was totally mortified like my parents were mortified by the experience but I knew what he was saying wasn't the total truth it was his perception of the truth but I was too little to be able to understand that and I would feel the presence of Jesus and I would feel the love that was being expressed. And what's interesting is at the time it didn't go anywhere. And actually like I stopped going to church because I had so many outbursts and I really felt like I could feel the darkness of the experience as well and the confinement of the of the teachings and it really scared me and I started to get very 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 scared many and many people are like that many children are like that so when your children are screaming or crying because they don't want to go near somebody you may want to understand that they might have a reason for doing that doing so and to pay attention to it versus just saying oh come on and my parents couldn't get me to go i freaked out so much because i could feel the dark presence in this church. I could feel the control and the confinement. And I didn't understand what I was experiencing. And because I felt the presence of this love and I could, I could channel the insight from the energy of Jesus himself, I was like, I you don't know, no. So, you know, and it's interesting because, it, you know, Easter's past and I've done a lot of, like, Christ consciousness, thought, and I'm a spiritualist. I'm not a religious person. I believe in many masters that have walked the planet and love to learn from each and every one of them and their teachings. But because it was Easter, and, uh, and there was a lot of thinking and processing about Jesus and his resurrection and the power of love and in his, this resurrection experience. And uh, that we're all, you know, in this place of understanding we can all be there of the deepest essence of love you know and I remember just feeling like what he's saying isn't true and when I got older I challenged everything I I remember being in Sunday school and like I challenged everything I was a little girl because I knew inside myself my spirit was powerful and strong and I knew inside myself that no, these things are not valid or they're not totally true what's being said here and uh I don't think people meant it harmfully. I just think people take their own perceptions and, you know, people that are in leadership uh, positions in churches and stuff like that, sometimes they're just following what they really believe or what they were taught or what was handed down to them or they're going along with their primitive instinctive beliefs like, you know... Um, there's so many of them, as you know, out in the world. And the uh, liberation of a priest is, you know, is interesting. in the different cultures, if you study any of that, you know that too. Like, you know, what you're asked to do from a religious place is very interesting. And... Uh, So I was always challenging these kinds of things. I mean, I'm not a guru follower. I've never been. I don't believe, I believe everybody has their own inner ability to be their own inner guru. I believe there's masters who have taught and understood the deepest of teachings as life and the universe expands and our ability as conscious beings expands. And, you know, I hope to be one of those as well. You know, when I'm not here anymore, I hope that I've been able to share masterful guidance with others that I've channeled through my gift you know which is this whole conversation you know allowing your gift to come forward and um, it's important you know because without those spiritual leaders um, those masters who walk forward there's many things that I would have had to figure out for myself, but because they already went through it, such as Jesus, because they already went through the teachings, I was able to understand many things. I was able to understand sacrifice through studying a little bit about and learning a little bit about Jesus and being able to channel that energy and the messages that have come through in the course of my work. Because sometimes when I'm doing channeled sessions, this is what happens, like a master will come through. I've, I've had Buddha walk into a session. I've had Jesus walk into a session. I've had Rumi. I've had uh, all kinds of spiritual guides and and, uh, angels, and like this is incredible experiences that have come through. And I'm going to tell you, it's not easy to experience that and share it with people because I had a hard time embracing this gift I had. I was scared of the judgment, and I was judged, and I have been judged many years. You know, I've been around people who absolutely don't. understand what it is and it scares them and frightens them and and they don't they don't get that they also have gifts as well there's many people who have gifts you know Um, there's also many people who pretend they're gifted and they're really not you know I've seen that also I've watched you know even old friends and people that get get really weird about being able to channel and they get preachy or they get like, I know what I'm talking about. And they, they, they don't really know what they're talking about. They don't really know how to activate their intuition. And, you know, they're, you know, actually engaged in controlling others through saying they're doing things that they're not doing, which is common for humanity and civilization and instincts. And people do these things because they really don't feel good about who they are. And when you have to control another human being, um, by using their fear against them okay first of all it's really not okay and second of all it's it's terrifying for the other people but when you're living in the light and you're living in your gifts and you're living in a place of understanding unity and if more of us were living in that way more of us would be you know out of insecurity and fear and into feeling connected and whole because often people are doing this because they don't feel like they can survive. They're scared. They're unsure of how to make survival happen. They're unsure about what to do to be strong, powerful human beings. They feel upset because, you know, of someone else's gifts or talents. They feel jealous because they don't have that worthiness inside to say that their gifts are just as valuable as somebody else's. And it's, it's incredible to me. You know, honestly, like I'm 55 and I probably could have been a serious trailblazer because I've been doing this for so long uh yet i appreciate so much the in mediums and the intuitives that have really stepped it up and opened the door for many of us and gotten themselves on tv and been fearless about their expression this gift because they helped me to feel comfortable with what i was told was not okay you know and going back to that conversation i was saying you know before that I started before about my parents and, like, I had premonitions my entire childhood that were blown off, um, ignored, uh, laughed at, you know. And um, honestly, like, my parents would ridicule me. My parents told me I was ridiculous. They told me, don't be crazy, and you know. I, and it was all the time. My parents fully didn't understand who I was and what I was gifted in doing. Even the Jesus story that I told you about when I was really young, and I used to sit in the the seat and just like have outbursts and scream now like and i mean they were they were mortified, but they didn't understand what I was experiencing and and when I tried to explain it to them, I think they just got concerned, you know. Um, And I was reprimanded or whatever, but there was no conversation. You know, they didn't know how to talk to me and ask me. And like many parents and many of us are going through, like people will shun us so quickly. We shun each other so quickly that we never take the time to sit and ask. We never take the time to reflect that maybe somebody is going through something. Uh, Maybe they are gifted in a very unique way that needs support and love and guidance and direction. I was lucky, honestly, you know, I was very lucky. My gifts were strong and I didn't understand them and nobody around me understood them. And when I was younger, my mother, God bless her, like this is the one thing I have to say. I mean, lots of good things came out of our healed relationship, um, which we had the opportunity to do. But the one thing that I really deeply appreciate now is that she brought me to an astrologer. My mother started to get interested in spirituality and metaphysics, and it started to get, you know, more open and wide uh, when I was really young, when I was 14, so that's like, you know, 40 years ago now. And um, that's when, you know, we, we we cracked open the veil of the conversations, you know, of, of mediumship, of intuition, of all these things. It still wasn't open, but it was way more uh accepted let's say or people were more interested in reading books about it and there was you know the can opener happened we we cracked the veil and um you know it's interesting cuz my mother brought me to this astrologer and, and the astrologer told her this is how we found out that I was gifted and it made any sense of it at all and my mother ended up bringing me to the astrologer and she sat me down and explained my gift now when you you know you hear someone tell you who you are and what you're experiencing. You know, it's like mind blowing. Interestingly enough, this whole thing happened because at my house I was actually being haunted. There was a ghost following me around, and it terrified me. My mother didn't live with us anymore. I was like 13, 14 years old, and. I, you know, I didn't know what to do. So I called my mother, like, you know, she was the only one person that I felt like I could say, listen, something bad is happening in the house. Something is wrong. And she ended up bringing me to this astrologer. And then this astrologer just taught me about who I was and showed me and told me, she taught me how to, you know, protect my energy. She told me mantras to do to protect my energetic space. And I did them every day and I learned about my gifts and, you know, this was the gift And I'm so grateful because, you know, even if I, you know, the course I went down and some of you that know um, my story a little bit know that after, you know, after that, it was like a crazy road. I went on a crazy ride of, uh, you know, destruction from all the things that I had gone through and all kinds of stuff, but at that moment, you know, I never forgot that moment. So when I, I healed and, and started to have a spirit, that spiritual awakening at 23, I had this understanding from when I was 10, 14 years old, like 10 years before, let's say. And I, my gift, when it came back at 23 and 24, I realized and I knew what it was. I had an understanding that I was gifted. You know, now that's the hard road, right? That's a really difficult road. That's not an easy road. You know, that's like a lot of conflict. What I want you to understand from this conversation is if you understand you have a gift and you allow yourself, or you have children and you're looking at them and you you don't understand what they're going through, you don't understand who they are, open your mind to the possibility that they're gifted in a way that's uniquely divine and it's theirs, and your job is to cultivate a space and an understanding and an acceptance and a peace so that they can discover what their divine gift is, and that they can open the veil for themselves, and they can open the door for themselves to become who they're truly here to express and experience from a soul perspective, you know? So it's so cool, honestly, so cool, and you know, I truly want to inspire people to understand how to be more open and supportive and kind and compassionate to the differences and the diversities that live inside of each and every one of us. Listen, I've been through a lot of challenges because I'm this person that I am. I've been challenged a lot. I've had situations where people just want me to take care of them. I've had situations where, you know, People don't appreciate my gift at all and they've abused it and used it. Uh, I've had, uh, you know, or tried to, let's say, and, you know, like that got shut down. I've had broken relationships uh, occur because people don't want to understand when I'm talking about something deeply because I see it and they're not ready to receive it or they don't, you know, people like, I had old friends before and, you know, I, I grew out of that 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 need to help people who don't actually want to help themselves i got move remove myself from those uh attractions which often happens right like if you're an empath and you're like me and you're a channeler or you're just a, a giver what what'll end up happening is sometimes you're attracting people that are takers it's normal it's part of the it's just part of the polar attraction of of situations and if you're not clear about who you are like i wasn't clear about who i was at that time uh, at these different times in my life, in particular, as I became, you know, really open with my gift and started to share it and started to be comfortable saying, you know, I'm a psychic medium, I'm a clairvoyant, I'm, I'm gifted, and I'm, I want to share it with others, and this is what I'm here to do. You know, I attracted, because of my own worth, I attracted people who were takers. I attracted people who, uh, you know, just could not appreciate um my gift or who just didn't know how to receive it or accept it or, you know, not take advantage of it, but instead inspire it. They didn't know how to give me what I needed. They just were like, oh, you know, everything. And, you know, things like, you know, you're so strong, you're all this, you're this, you're that because you're connected and you're this coach. And, you know, and I, I actually had friends actually say that to me, like, you don't need anything. And these are not my friends anymore, obviously, because they would tell me because of who I was that I didn't need any kind of human support. You know, these kind of relationships, I know a lot of you givers know what those are, where you're the person always giving, always listening. And when you need them, they disappear. They just can't be there. They just don't know how to be there. Or you have to give them instructions on how to be a friend, how to be a person who cares, because they just don't know how to give of themselves in a, in a way to you. Um, You know, because you've attracted them, which is what I've totally understood and accept responsibility for is like in my energy to serve and my misunderstandings about overgiving during the course of my life as an empath, you know, because empaths, we feel things. And this is the thing about being gifted. You feel something and then because you're a strong intuitive or empath, because you feel it, you think you should fix it. Because you feel it, you think you have to do something about it. Because you see it, you feel like you should You should do it. And this was a big mistake on my part. I used to tell people what I saw. And I had friends say, yeah, I want to know. And then the minute you, you I would say, here, I'm seeing this. If you want to know, they would argue with me. You know what I mean? And it happens still. No, no, it's not like this. No, no, it's not like that. No, 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 no. And then it would happen, whatever, like let's say I would, you know, be downloaded or see intuitively. And then they would come back and say, You're right. But you know how draining that is for somebody? Like anybody. If you're a giver and you're trying to support somebody. You know what I mean? they don't want to listen to you, even if what you're trying to do is right or wrong, or it doesn't matter. You're just trying to support them and they're fighting your support, even though they are asking for your support. It is the most draining and useless situation you could ever be in. So I learned and I made a decision. If people don't appreciate who I am and I don't feel like I can appreciate who they are and this connection is not going to work, I remove myself from the situation. And I get a lot of flack for that. I have been judged. You know, People want to live in their little judgmental confinements. I don't want to live in those confinements. My divine infinite being has that big awareness that if you want to be like everybody else, then stay in the norm. I don't want to be in the norm. I want to be the mystic. I want to be that person who is fully embodied in my infinite self and fully embodied embodied in my spiritual self and my soul. So, you know, like even though those moments were super hard for me and these are some of the difficult times I've had being in my gift and in the challenge of expressing my gift out into the world. The beautiful thing is when I let those relationships go from my own understanding and learning, like I was, because I could see my friends pain and I love them so much and wanted to help them understand, it didn't mean that they were going to show up on the other side appreciating and honoring that. And it's interesting because I had some long-term friendships that, you know, I walked away from because of this, you know what I mean? Because the people just couldn't get out of their own darkness and they ended up because I could see and they would ask me and then I would tell them the truth or I would tell them what I saw intuitively and I would get messages for them and they would ask me and then fight against whatever I was saying because they didn't want to own their own bullshit. I mean, that just was so draining for me. Like it became such a drain. And whether it's through, you know, whatever your gift are, if you're that empath or you're that person that gives a lot and you can't seem to be around people that understand you, it's only because inside you, a part of you is attracting them to you. You know, I like I did. I had to learn to have boundaries. I had to learn to say no. I had to learn to pick people. I didn't know that I could be appreciated. I didn't know that my gift deserved appreciation. I didn't know who I am should be appreciated and I need to feel that way about somebody else too if I don't appreciate who somebody is I shouldn't have them in my life you know if I don't feel like what they bring to my life is something of great value and that I just love them and that that there's just this beautiful synchrony synchronicity and there's this unison between the people that are close to me then they're not they shouldn't really be close to me you know And it's, you know, nothing against those people. I mean, it's up to them how they show up to their life and how they show up to their relationships. You know, the thing for sure is if you're a deep person, if you're a psychic person, if you're a deep empath, then you're going to show up deeply to people's lives. And that's me. You know, I had one friend say to me one time, yeah, but we look at you like you're so great that you don't need anything. And, and, It made me laugh, honestly, because I knew it was so clear to me that's her bullshit. So she doesn't have to show up and actually be intimate with anybody. You know what I mean? And let me tell you, that friendship is not in existence anymore. I had another, you know, this same situation. Like, you know, I don't want to need anybody. I don't want to, you just take care of me. I don't want to take care of anybody. I don't know how to take care of you. You know, so many things. I heard them all. Let me tell you, if this is you in any way and your gift is being used against you so people can justify their actions, just remove yourself from those relationships. Have the conversation. Take the time to be honest. I did that. It made me feel great to know that I just said, listen, I don't want to be in a relationship like this. And most of the time, people who are takers, who just want to live in their norm, who don't want to be challenged, they just run away. You know what I mean? They run away from you because they all they want is for you to take care of them. And once you stop taking care of them, they remove themselves. So all this to say, when you experience and allow yourself to express and live in your gifts, a lot of challenges can come forward. A lot of situations that are uncomfortable can come forward to help us embody even more deeply who we are. And that's what's ended up happening to me. And you know, what's beautiful is every time I say, you know, you know, I'm going to work in this field, I'm going to allow myself to express the power of the channeling that I do and how, what an honor it is, an honor to serve the creator, to serve the universe to serve God, whatever word you want to use, the galaxy, the cosmos, the cosmic truths. I'm deeply honored to be able to do that. And nothing, you know, is more satisfying for me. And it's funny because in the gift, I've understood so many things. Ah. Uh, And you're going to go through that too. If you today decide that you want to experience your gift and you want to know what it is, and I don't mean intuitively, I mean your gift in the world, whatever is underneath the surface saying, I wish you would do this. And it doesn't have to be a career thing. It doesn't have to be something that you're supposed to do. A purpose has a variety of shapes and sizes. A purpose can be truly and deeply the embodiment of something that you're really meant to do that has no money involved in it it just has fulfillment and satisfaction and the offering of you into the world in this very special and sacred way you know allow yourself to find out what it is allow yourself to open the veil allow yourself to open the door and to hear the whispers that are trying to come forward ask yourself in a little meditation ask yourself in you know if you're not in meditation it doesn't matter just ask yourself that question make that A priority question every day lingering in the back of your mind. What is my gift that I don't know of yet? What is my gift that's always been there that I don't hear fully? Maybe it's that you feel like you're a singer, but you don't let yourself sing. And you need to. Whether it's join a choir, take some lessons. Maybe you're really attracted to music and you know this is like one of your deepest purposes. To play the guitar and to sing. Or you're like me and you're, you know, an intuitive and you know you have a gift and you want to serve people on a soul level, but you're like, oh my God, it's so scary and embarrassing and I'm so terrified and I don't want to be that tower reader and I don't want to be that psychic medium. I don't want to stand out. I'm, I'm absolutely mortified and scared of showing myself to the world that way. Whatever it is, let it come forward. Let it come forward. You know, I've had other people too, you know, wanting, you know, wanting to express a part of themselves and just being so bogged down in the judgments of humanity and of their culture or of their circumstances or of their parents. At one point, we have to own our own lives. At one point, you have to say, what is my divine passage? What is my divine destiny? And how can I activate that? That's your responsibility yours and yours alone it's up to you to take that and say yes i'm i'm going to explore myself i'm going to allow this to come forward and then i'm going to step by step make actions i'm going to find a way to share this with the world i'm going to find a way to experience my soul self out into the world i'm going to experience my gift out into the world i hope this has served you in some way i was really you know push to have this conversation. I didn't really know what, what channels for me, and I didn't really know what I would end up expressing. And uh, I hope this serves you. And I hope it allows you to give yourself permission to open the door to your own inner gifts, whatever they are, and to say yes to them. And to f- once and for all start to listen. I recommend you get a little journal, and the journal is about your experience. Of this question, what are my gifts? And writing things down and allowing yourself to see what you're interested in, to see what calls to you, uh, to see what you dream of, and start documenting it in this little book. And start allowing yourself to open the door. Call it your gift book, you know, where you find yourself. And you find something that's hidden underneath the layers of who you are that's just wanting to come forward and express itself with you in the world. I wish you a beautiful, absolutely amazing day. And for those of you that celebrate Easter, or Hanukkah, whichever, I truly hope that you've embodied the gift of love. And whatever your gifts are, that they come forward. And may you be blessed with an easy road to hear them and understand them from within yourself. And that you give yourself permission to move through the experience of struggle and allow yourself to say yes to yourself in the deepest way. This is Lisa Don Lajoie from Misfit to Mystic Podcast. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye for now.